podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everybody, it's Russ from my Hammersley and I hope you're all safe and well. Glorious weather at the moment. Um, but, uh, but we're talking about West Ham. Obviously, if you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing and clicking the icon, the bell icon, so you're notified of any time we put new content on. Loads of great new guests coming up um, this week. I know I always say it, but... It really is. Lots of great guests. Everyone giving their time very generously, including today's guest. Um, you'd have seen him. He does his daily streams. They're lovely for like an hour, an hour and a half, just listening to him talking. Questions coming in. Uh, JP, WHU TV. It's John Phillips. Hi, John. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm all right. As you can see, I'm a little bit crisp. But other than that, I'm doing well. Yeah, yeah, not bad, not bad. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Boris told everyone to be careful. I know Gonzo got all sunburnt the other day and stuff, <laughs> and everyone forgets the sun. It's like, what's this big orange thing in the in the clouds? It's like, I remember <laughs> that. It, yeah. I know, I know. I can't go out because if I go out, I mean, I wasn't. You know, my wife gave me a Phil Mitchell haircut, so it's like I can't, <laughs> I can't go out too much. Anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about West Ham, and obviously, we're interviewing loads of different people all over the world. Lots of different ages about their memories of West Ham. Obviously, you know, sort of um, recording and prosperity, shall we say, uh, and finding out about their West Ham sort of 11 players they want to talk about. So for you, John, you know, what's, what was your sort of your, your earliest memories of West Ham? How did you get into West Ham? Oh, mate, it's going to be a long one, I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> no worries. For me, to try and put it in a, in a nutshell, I was born into it. Yeah. My, uh, I'm fourth generation of my sort of supporter. Uh, my great granddad used to work for Thames Ironworks, literally down the docks where right, Cunningtown Station yeah. now is. My too, apparently, yeah. That's, that's how I and, uh, So, and I was born, as we were talking about before, and we, I was born on the day that we what we beat Arsenal in the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, my again, my uncle, and my granddad were on were at that day um, at Wembley that day. My uncle um, went to straight to the hospital after um, to see to see me my granddad turned up the next day so we can only we can only say what he was doing that night cheeky little bugger um and he, he said um apparently he said to mum when he saw me lying in the cot in the hospital he said uh he's an amor he's blowing bubbles and uh so yeah it's been it's in it's been in my family the, the all of my life but in terms of actual proper west ham it's only really been in the families uh, for, 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 well, in my memory since uh 2003 four yeah, um, you know, being the, my first proper exposure to it was the season when, when you know, our, our first season down in the championship. And, um, you know, we got all the way to the, the playoff final and got beaten by Palace. Yeah. Um, and I watched that game with a Palace fan as well, for that matter. So that wasn't entertaining. It wasn't exactly the best of days, that. Um, but yeah, so that putting it into, into a nutshell, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, been, it's been around me all ever since I was a kid. My grandparents were used to live opposite Bobby Moore's uncle. Uh, so my mum my, my, my and her uh, brothers met Bobby a few times, just in passing, sort of like, yeah. hello, how are you sort of thing. And mum's got quite a few quite nice gentlemanly stories about him and that. But yeah, it's, it's literally in the blood. I guarantee, yeah. if, I guarantee if, you, if, I, if I cut my arms open, one, one arm will be claret and the other will be blue. It definitely yeah. would. No, I tell you, I tell you. Yeah. I, and I think that's how I start. I mean, that, that's, that's our family story is, is apparently... I don't know if it's true, but <laughs> apparently my some fourth generator or something like that was uh, one of the coaches of Thames Ironworks, like the, the amateur right. team. Apparently, I don't know if it's true, but that's the story. But yeah, I'm the same as you. I didn't have a chance. And same as my, my daughter as well. She was meant to be due on the playoff final. Um, the mate, the one against Blackpool. Mm. Um, and she was born a couple of days later, thankfully. Otherwise, 
Probably would have. I would have been straight away. But yeah, um, and then I think yeah, she was about three days old, and I've got a picture of her in the trophy in the playoff trophy. So she was mine. <laughs> so it's like I managed to get in when they were doing the thing and got Eddie to let me do it. But yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So uh, since two thousand, obviously, sort of not a great time to start when we obviously mm. lost the Palace and that song. They, I mean, I was there, and that song when they cut glad all over. Oh, I just. I still can't listen to that song because it really frustrates me. Um, what, has, what sort of have you been your fond memories since then? Obviously, that wasn't a very happy memory, but it must have been some some fond ones. Oh, this might be a little bit controversial, but it definitely is a fond one. It's the FA Cup final. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As as painful as that day was, agreed. It's it was it was brilliant. All everything was just thirty second thirty second mistaken. Everything else, you know, I'm not going to go into it. We've all had that debate many times, but, um, you know, but so, but, uh, so yeah, so definitely the FA Cup final. Um, the the, the interesting run out in the Europa League that season afterwards with uh, the calamitous appearances of Tevez and Mascarano in that game, yes. Um, but more more specifically, more recently, I'd I'd probably say, I mean, every you know, I I know it's a clear say, but the last day at the bowling ground, man, that was just. But also, also at the same, also at the same point, the first actual ever game at the London Stadium. I love that when um, Faguli made his debut in the Europa League qualifier. That was a brilliant. That, that was a brilliant game. That really cool day. Um, yeah. There's loads, mate. To be honest, yeah. With you. I mean, there's yeah. I mean, loads. Yeah. Oh, I, I, it, it is. Is but I think you're right in in what you're saying. I think you yeah the 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 last game and the first game. You know, I think they both had special things. I think the FA Cup final. I think just because you're so used to West Ham, particularly mm. our age. I mean, I was, I mean, you was born when, you know, I was born in 81, you was born in 80, you know, so we didn't, so we haven't seen West Ham and to see West Ham at a cup final, which yeah. is bizarre. And when we took the lead and the whole thing around it and, you know, the fact is we, we knew our way to Cardiff. We'd been there a couple of times in a row beforehand. Mm. So it was, and I, and so I can't remember who I was talking to, it might be Lucy Walford or someone. We were talking about, Wembley compared to Cardiff and I controversial it might have been actually Kate Longhurst I think um, I controversially prefer the Car- Cardiff than Wembley because of the atmosphere on the outside because Wembley's so sterile outside really isn't it you got Wembley true. walk yeah. Cardiff you, we took over that place there was a Weatherspoons I remember where there mm. was like a massive glass window like a two foot wind, like two floor window and all you could just see was West Ham fans and it was just awesome yeah. but uh, no yeah you have to keep their memories because obviously we haven't got any new ones at the moment because we've got no football um, <laughs> and we probably won't have any for a while to be honest um, yeah. right anyway so what we're doing as well is we are talking to people but they're they're hammers 11 so 11 people 11 players that they might have been important to them might be the best players you think have played in that position maybe mm. the shit and they didn't know it players it doesn't really matter but it's the players that are important to you um few rules one is we try and keep it to a 4-4-2 second one is although i'm getting a little bit better at video editing because now i find out what <laughs> Left never knew what a left half was, but interviewing <laughs> the older <laughs> left half anyway. So um, we try it, but also it's you have to be alive to have seen him play. So obviously you mm-hmm. and me, we couldn't put in Bobby Moore, or well, technically yeah. your mum met, met him, but you haven't met him, so you can't <laughs> put in Bobby Moore. But you could put in Gary Breen, for example. Yeah, um, seems a fair swap. Um, and it's your eleven, so you can talk about whoever you want to, and that's the beauty of this. Lots of different people, lots of different stories, lots of different random players are coming mm. up that I've forgotten as well. So it's quite fun. It's quite cathartic. <laughs> right. So who's going to go in goal for the JP eleven? Then who's who's between um, the sticks? Mate, this was this was. I mean, every single position 
when yeah. anyone does it, it's just really difficult. There's loads of people you try and not leave out. Um, my 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 first go to was Phil Parks. Yeah, I just I love the bloke. Um, very close to putting in Shaka Hislop as well, for that matter. Very close to putting in Rob Green. Um, didn't want to. The, th- the thing that I've done with this with this um, lineup is there's only one player out of it that is currently still still playing for West Ham. Everybody else, I tried to do a bit of a blend. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah. was and and, and, as, and as a result of it, it was really bloody difficult to get <laughs> almost forty years worth of football into yeah. into eleven people. You know, it was oh, it was hard, it was tough. But I've gone with Ludot McCloskey. I mean, Ludo, you just yeah. you can't you can't grumble with that. As it was just. He's a very funny bloke. I got to, yeah. had the fortunate to talk to him at the um, one of the West Ham Way pre-match yeah. events. Wouldn't shows, yeah. Um And a, and just he, he is a legend, and he will say right from the start whenever he sees any hammers, he lives nowhere near Moscow. London is nearer to Moscow than where he came from. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, he was yeah. He's he's my he's, yeah. he he was he just edges it over Shaka for me. And what's really nice is there's loads of those people said Ludo, and but everyone's got an individual reason. As you said, you, he's, you spoke to him at the West Ham Way shows. Um, I've got um, some of the guys from Scandinavian Hammers who he went. He went. I think it was a players' evening. He was mm-hmm. going to or something like that, and he promised the Scandinavian fans that he'd turn up at the bowling when they were staying at the hotel and he left the party early for the players' evening to come over and stayed and chatted to everyone for two hours. You know. He's yeah. an amazing man, and very, mm. it's very, very fortunate to to chat to him. And you know, he's got a lovely family, and he's, you know, he used to he used to play football against his, his son and stuff. But um, he was a good goalkeeper as well. Marcy. Yeah, very good. Um, yeah, right. Okay, put Ludo in. All right, so Ludo's in. Who's going to go in? Uh, we'll go left back. JP. Okay. Um, again, it was very, very close to putting in Lampard Senior. Yeah. Very, very close. Um, because if you think about it more in the modern terms, we've had. We've had a real struggle with left backs. Yeah, well, we're both wing back positions, really, mm. technically. But, um, but I've gone for well. There's only, there's only one man that really springs to mind when you say left back, apart from Lampard Senior. Gladly Levant. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, for me, he, he, yeah. he, he pops up straight away. You know, it was just um, again a love a lovely bloke, really. Um, I know he didn't show it on the on the field, hence his nickname, um, the Terminator. But yes, very talented footballer yeah. and just an absolute pleasure and a complete gentleman. Yes, totally, 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 lovely guy as well. And as you said, yeah, you know, and we've said it before, and we'll say it again probably. Um, there's not many left backs I can think of, not only for West Ham but globally, who can dictate a crowd and dictate mm. a game from left back. Yeah, maybe Roberto Carlos. Maybe, but yeah, but you know yeah. what I mean. It's like it, he could galvanise a crowd from a left back position. It might be, might be as you said, one of his naughty tackles. It could have been a thirty-five, you know, yard pinger into the top corner, or one of his penalties. You know, he just had this sort of West Hamness about him, and it was just like everyone sort of. He was just, oh, I, I loved him as well. I thought he was brilliant. Right, okay, we'll put Julian on the left. Who's going to go on the other? So who's going to go on the right back position? John, um, the, the man that massively improved our. Uh, own goal ratio when he when he left back in the uh, the early two thousands, Lucas Neal. Yeah, again, right backs very very difficult to think think of and try and narrow it down. But we've had again, it's been such a calamitous position. I mean, mm. I was just for a laugh. I was going to put Joey O'Brien in because it was just, I, I do you know what I um, when we got relegated, I went to uh, the first 
first, well, one of the first pre-season games with, yep. with um, Allardyce in charge. And we played Dagenham and Redbridge. And O'Brien, Joey was at playing, was, was on trial, should we say, yeah. um, at right back. And he was impressive. I know it's Dagenham and Redbridge and it's a friendly, blah, blah, blah. But he looked brilliant. Yeah. And because I knew his face, I knew I couldn't couldn't yeah, place him, but ball, I knew his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I turned around to um, the girl I've seen at the time. I turned around to Brad and said, "Who's that?" And he went, "He went, that's Joey O'Brien." I said, "The midfielder, Joey O'Brien, is playing at right back." Yeah. And but yeah, he was. I've so I, he comes up under a lot of criticism, and quite rightly so. But for a player that was um, was centre mid, pretty much playing at right back. Very, yeah. very, very a lot of respect yeah, for him. Definitely. But yeah, it's it's Lucas, hundred percent. Yeah, good captain. One of one of one of my top captains I've seen at West Ham. There's three, obviously, but mm. he's he's in the top three. I think he was underestimated as a captain. I think because there was a period after he left where there was a bit of a void until arguably Kevin Nolan came in, mm. um, who I think was probably one of our best captains I've seen in my lifetime. Um, yeah. Just because he was just yeah, uh, and uh, only scored one Premier League goal. Yeah, West Ham, and with about seventeen own goals, if I remember correctly. Something I like that. To, yeah, I always used to joke with a friend of my mates when they used to see him in the lineup. So that's it. We're 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 we're, we're conceding at least one with Lucas in there. Bless him. But. <laughs> Very similar to my my mate, my best mate Tom Taylor. Who hate me for mentioning this, but he had he had for a while he he was top goal scorer, own goal, top goal scorer. I think he scored like two or three in a season, like literally yeah. after the week after. Sorry, Tom, by the way, because um, I know he's watching. He like that. <laughs> okay, right. So we we'll put Lucas on on the right back position. Who are we gonna have in the centres then? Who's gonna be your first centre back then, John? Oh, again, very very difficult um, to to narrow it down. But I just thought have a little bit of fire in in the in the back because we've got a fiery left back. We've got a relatively yeah. fiery right back as well for that matter. So it's Ginger Collins. Yeah. And the very very naughty boy Thomas Repka. Oh, that is that's a tough back four. Bloody hell. Mm. They'll get much change out of that, I tell you. <laughs> and oh. it's, 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 it's the back line we, we need in the Premier League, man. It's, it's perfect for yeah. the Premier League. And, and ah, it just, just aggravates me. We don't have that sort of quality at the minute. But No, it's, it's different now, isn't it? It seems like you, the, the Thomas Repkers of this world, and also, J, and also yeah, GP for some, it's more about the... It was almost like when Rio was around, when Rio started for us, he, he would be, if he was playing now, do you know what I mean? Because he came as a ball-playing you know, centre-back. and da, da, da. Yeah. Now, un, you know, Guardiola and Klopp, it's all about the ball-playing centre-backs and stuff, rather mm. than the blockers, as I call it, like the Thomas Repkers and, yeah. Yeah, and, G, and GP. But that is a, that's a tough back for... I'll tell you what, if I was turning up as a striker, <laughs> and I saw that... Oh, I've got Hammy. <laughs> especially, especially if you're a striker out on a four-three-three down the right-hand side, you've got yeah. no chance of getting through. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. You... Right, okay, let's go midfield. Let's go left wing then. What have you got left okay. wing? Left wing. Um, there's a player I didn't want to include. Yeah. Because I detest the man. I really detest the man. More specifically for his attitude at the latter stages of his West Ham career, as such as it was. But I couldn't think of anything, anybody better, really, um, is Dimitri Payet. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Technically, the best player I've seen play for West Ham. Mm. And hands down. You know, as I said to others, you know, how many... I can't think of any more Ballon d'Or nominees I've had playing for West Ham at the same time, you know. 
That's um, true. And as you said, if you look at it in isolation, you know, him and that see that last season, mm. him, the right manager, the right management. He was, yeah, he was an exceptional talent. And yeah, he's, 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 I mean, he appears in lots of people's 11s, but with the preface that I don't like the man, but <laughs> <laughs> when he played, he was great. And it's true. When he played for us, he was brilliant. But yeah, as you said, the way he finished, but you know, you get that with these mercurial talents, don't you? They, they throw mm. their toys out of the pram. I mean, everyone forgets how he came to us. Yeah, it's very similar, <laughs> but we forgot that. <laughs> but actually, always oh, doing it to us now. But don't matter. All right, we'll put Dimmy on the right, on the left, rather. Who's going to go on the right then? The right a one. man with equal talent and is very, very famous for probably one of the best assists of a goal <laughs> yeah. in in the in the world is Trevor Sinclair. Yeah, those two down the wing would just are oh, it's it's practically it's practically Pornhub style football. It really is. <laughs> It'll be first the match of the day, that's for sure. Right, yeah, Trev, yeah, great shout. Yeah, and I agree. Yeah, he's uh, he, he's he was on his on his day when he was, you know, I think begin the beginning particularly, he was mustered, and again mm. played for, played for England when we was playing for us. There's, again, not many players who yeah. had an established English career while playing for West Ham. Obviously, Declan and Rob Green to some extent, but um, yeah, he was awesome. And, you know, he forced his way into that England team, really, for that World Cup. Right, OK, put Trev in. Tricky Trev. Who are we going to have in midfield, John? Who's going to be your midfielders? Now, there's only, there's only really two people that spring to mind first and foremost. But, again, it was, it was a struggle to leave players out like um, Trevor Brooking, um, and then also, you know, Billy Bonds as well, for that matter, and, and even even more even more um, up to date, Alex Song. I know yeah. again he wasn't with us very well a long time, Great but shout. a beautiful player, beautiful player. And, and technically, you can argue this is a this is a relegation midfield pairing, but it's Noble and Parker. Yeah. Again, those those two would work brilliantly with 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 the the wingers. It, it would just again, it would just be beautiful football. Yeah, and and both, and both. Uh, it, I, I've said it before. I, I see parallels to the Noble Parker relationship as I see to the Noble Rice situation. You know, yeah. it's almost like, you know, we all know. We, you know, Noble's legs look like they were gone two years ago, and then Declan Rice comes in, does all the donkey work, and Noble is like this. You know, like mercurial player again. You know, he was like playing, and as I said, Scotty Parker. Three times Hammer, Hammer of the Year winner um, was Football Writers Writer Player of the Year. The season we went yep. down. When was That's last right, yep. nah. mm. yeah. Solid. And I think you're right. Them holding, them holding sort of sort of defensive midfield positions allow Sinclair and Payet to to bomb forward I like that. All right, good start. Nice midfield. Right, okay, John. Who's going to go up front for you? Who are we going to have as your strikers? Um. I obviously got to do a shout out to the legend that is Carlton Carl. I know he's, you know, his goal, his playing ratio wasn't brilliant, um, but again, always put his heart, his heart on the line, made made massive efforts. But for me, there's one player that we all ha- we all hated to see end his career very very soon, and a player that technically speaking lied to us, but was still a very very good centre forward, is Dean Ashton and Diamante. Yeah. Oh, Diamante, love it. Yeah. I I, abs- I know he didn't have, he wasn't with us for long, but I absolutely loved him. Yeah. Very close to put it, it was either that or Demba Bar. Those two together yeah. were, were fantastic strike force. Um, when I say about Diamante 
technically lying to us because he did say the reason why we why we we didn't keep him on was because he I mean apart from being relegated was the fact that he said he couldn't settle in London and, and yet Watford. randomly <laughs> appeared for Watford a few seasons after that so I don't yeah, I don't know yeah, if that's yeah. true or not but yeah. but you know I, I, those I think those two those two together would have been an absolute strike force with that yeah. nine behind them definitely but then after he left us did he go to China did the man to go to China or something like that eventually uh, I think he went Italy to, for yeah, a few Italy uh, there was China for a little bit and yeah. then I think I think he came I think he came, he came from China to Watford yeah. if I remember right I think yeah so he couldn't settle in London, but he can send in Beijing, and then yeah, it's funny that isn't it? it's funny that when money comes around. And I totally agree with, with Dino. I think you know he was a player that was yeah he could have been one of the greats, wouldn't he? I think him and he would have been in England. I mean, when 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 that during the sort of Rooney era where Rooney mm. needed a partner and they were trying lots of different people, it would have been Dino, wouldn't it, if he was around? Yeah, and yeah. He may not have been with us for many seasons after that because I think he would have been, you know, lauded by by the bigger clubs. But yeah, no, Dino. So that is a strong, that is a strong team, John. We've got Ludo in goal, strongest defence I think I've ever seen in terms of Dix, Repka, Ginger, and Lucas Neal. And then we've got Payet, Parker, Noble, Sinclair, Ashton, and Diamante up front. That is tasty. Diamante mm. and Payet. Oh, oh, I could just see that. That'd be awesome. John, it's been absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much. I don't, I don't want to take you, uh, you know, keep you from your um, tuna and sweet corn Tesco's pasta. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just get warm in this don't day. Don't give my game away. Don't give my game away. <laughs> give my doc- secrets. How dare and, you stop. and Dr. Pepper. Other soft drinks are available. <laughs> um, <laughs> John, thanks so much. And obviously, thanks for you all to watching. Obviously, you know what to do. Like, share, subscribe. Subscribe to John's channel. It'll be linked in the description below. Obviously, there's daily streams. Ask him any, any questions. They're brilliant. And obviously, you can follow him on Twitter as well because they, they live stream on Twitter as well. Uh, and until next time, guys, take care. Sports Social Podcast Network.